and welcome to the Mac and Beth podcast. I'm Blake. And I'm Coy. And today we're going to be discussing the Macbeth and the Bloody Hand both metaphorically and physically. Today we are going to be discussing the things that have happened in Act 2, Scene 2, starting with a quote from Macbeth. Looking at his hands, whose hands are these? Ha, they are plucking out my eyes. Will all the water in the ocean wash this blood from my hands? No, instead my hands will stain the seas scarlet, turning the green waters red. So, Blake, based upon this textual evidence that you just read out for us, uh, you're saying that the staining of the seas scarlet caused by the blood on his hands is metaphorical, or is it actually happening? It is more metaphorical. He is saying that the crimes that he committed could turn the sea red with crimson blood. Which we both know in actuality, that cannot happen just from one set of hands that are stained in blood. Am I correct? Absolutely. And then on that note, let's move on to the next portion of this, which is um, quoted from Lady Macbeth. Uh, It says, my hands are as red as yours, but I would be ashamed if my heart were as pale and weak. A sound of knocking from upstage. I hear someone knocking at the south's entry. Let's go back to our bedroom. A little water will splash away the evidence of our guilt. It's so simple. You've lost your resolve. So is the water splashing away the evidence itself? instead of the guilt um i believe so yes um because it's saying a little water little bit of water will wash away the evidence of our guilt um if you hang up onto the word evidence it does allude to the fact that it is literal instead of metaphorical in this situation in which she states my hands are as red as yours It is accounting to the metaphorical, her hands are being red stained with blood, as much as Mr. Macbeth's hands are as well, uh, except his are an actual being stained with blood and hers are metaphorical being stained with blood, which is why I believe she is not being as empathetic towards Mr. Macbeth as I believe she would be if she was the one with blood on her hands herself. So you're saying that Macbeth is weak because he did the whole deed, but he can't stomach the idea of doing it all. Instead, his wife is saying that if she did it, then she would have reacted differently. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that she may not be may not be as empathetic because she is not the one performing the action. He is the one performing the action, which is why he's reacting the way he is. And instead, she is saying he is pale and weak. I believe she states that he is pale and weak in part to the reason that uh, reasoning as of she has not done the deed herself, which is why she is stating that she he is pale and weak. Don't you agree? Uh, yes, I really do.
Now we're going to move on to Act 2, Scene 3, where uh, Lennox, Lennox, um, and I quote, says, Cries of grief in the air, strange screams of death, and terrible voices predicting catastrophes that will usher in a woeful new age. Now, what do you think about that? I believe that something catastrophic might happen in the either new near or far future which could devastate all of the kingdoms and are you saying it is the terrible voices predicting the catastrophes is why you said that uh yes because sometimes the terrible voices that you hear might give indication to what either could happen or could not happen but in this context it sounds to be very much so true. But it also says that people saying that they heard these. So these screams have already happened. So what is your thought upon that? They could be echoes of the past. Because people sometimes hear or see things that really aren't there. But could be what they might have heard or what tales of what people have said in the past could be referring to this specific incident when the great king died. Okay, now if we read the entire passage by Lennox, it will say that the night has been chaotic. The wind blew down from the chimneys where we were sleeping. People are saying that they heard the cries of the air, in the air, strange screams of death and terrible voices predicting the catastrophe that will usher in a woeful new age. The owl had made noise all night. Some people say they heard the earth shook as it had a fever. What is your thought upon that? Well, the owl could signify a few things. In ancient mythology, owls, the cry of an owl sometimes meant a bad omen in the, in the future for you. So they could took that owl, the, the cry of that owl as an omen to omen. bad misfortune is going to happen in the future. I believe that is true, but there's also the thing of the night has been, so which will allude to it being present, which could be to the screams or something that has happened with Macbeth committing the murder. Do you believe that that is true? Um, yes, I do, because the king's death, or the king was a very very generous man and everyone in nearly all the kingdoms respected him so his death would send shockwaves of anguish out towards all of his followers that will conclude our discussion over Macbeth and the um, actuality slash um, the metaphoricalness of the bloodied hand. Um, thank you for listening. This is Koi and Blake signing off of Macbeth podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>